At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Josh Towers sitting in for Amal Shaw, who's out this week. It's season one, episode 146, The Towering Inferno. We're going to take a deep dive into baseball today, including having Scotty Miller from San Diego on. Uh, works for Bally's, also does work for Sirius XM MLB. We'll talk about the Padres, the NL West, and baseball in general with all these playoff races and Cy Young races in both divisions. But, Josh, I want to start out with some news in the National Football League that relates to baseball in this. Dak Prescott out, got a shoulder issue, throwing arm. Cowboys have consulted both the Rangers in their hometown there and the Yankees about his rehabilitation. Good move, bad move? I think going and finding more information, doing your homework, is obviously a good good thing. I mean, when it comes to throwing, um, it's all we do as pitchers. So... It's so different, though. I mean, again, like, I, if I'm going to go play catch with you right now, I don't care where I'm at in my throwing program, the first couple throws are going to be very easy. We, we progress into this. It's like, ah, you know, a little feeling. You start getting loose. As you back up and extend, um, the ball starts to jump a little bit. If you and I grabbed a football right now and went out there, I would tell you to run through the sports book, and I would probably hit you on the other side of the book and not think twice about it. It doesn't have that same... You, you do get loose, but it doesn't have, like, that same um, whatever the word I'm looking for is. Like, 
it's just different. Uh, the baseball, the arm rolls, literally if I'm 90 degrees, it's going to roll dead flat, and I'm going to flip it here, and then it extends out. In football, it's different. I'm holding it more at the C, and I'm not staying behind it, uh, and I'm going to get a little bit more flip. So it's not the same type of throwing. That's why you don't see as many problems with the arms. You don't see the, the Tommy John. You don't see the labor and tear with our, with our shoulders in football as much as you do in baseball. Uh, then the football is obviously bigger a little bit with a more relaxed hand. And so it alters the pressures that we put on when we throw it. So it's a little bit easier for us um, as people to throw a football than a baseball. So depending on the injury, where it is, relatable, yes. Understanding his sorenesses or, or whatever else is going on, very relatable. Uh, they're not probably asking for the type of throwing because it's drastically different. Um, but I like the extra homer, too. I, I think it's respectful that you reach out to the Rangers, being, you know, you both are from Texas. Um, not sure why you chose the Yankees outside of maybe you just had some sort of connection with the Yankees. But um, it's very it's, – it's tough in who you choose when you start asking about this because doctors, PT, therapists, they know one way. They know how to, like, kind of treat you back. Um, us throwers or pitchers know a little bit more about the whole generalized thing without using big doctor term words. Um, so you want somebody who's gone through the experience probably of both to get a, a pretty much a fair evaluation. With that said, somebody has to read the MRI reports. If they're going at, at somebody with Dak Prescott, then I'm going to say that there's probably some big time issues going on. We missed the Hall of Fame game against the Steelers. McCarthy said he's throwing, but he's not throwing a football. It said he's working with Light objects. Troy Aikman said the Cowboys are downplaying this. It I think like when it. your franchise quarterback is missing this amount of time, it's more serious. I tend to think it's probably more significant than what they've let on. I Yes, exactly. Again, when you're – they probably didn't want this to get that public. But it sounds like through, yeah, you reading that for sure, it sounds like that they are very concerned, unaware, and – um more hopeful. I don't know what you do in football because you don't see this. We, we've seen this too many times, the Tyler Glasnow thing. Mm. You know what? We're going to – in a different situation because the timing of it, we're going we're gonna to rehab it and see if it works. The rehabbing aspect of a Tommy John, you're always going to have Tommy John. I think uh, Tanaka might have did it as well as some other people. You're always – you take that shot, but you're not going to rehab a tear back together. It's surgery. I think with Tyler Glasnow, they know, all right, we can mess with it because if he's having surgery, he's out next year no matter what anyways. Um – so it's different with us, but you're not going to rehab a tear back. I don't know what's going on with Dak, but it sounds like they better have a backup plan. Quick. This is a time right now, especially if you're leaning towards another team, Dallas favorite to win the NFC East. With this uncertainty <laughs> about Prescott, maybe is this a time to get in on the, the Washington football team? Anyone in that division, you know that Dallas isn't going to win anything. They never do. Come on, let's be honest about that division. They're still favorite. I don't know. Oh, One of Amal's favorite bets is to take the Redskins uh, at a little better than plus I like two dollars. I should say it. Washington football team at a little better than two dollars to win the division. This is the nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Josh Towers. Big show on tap today. We're going to dive deep into uh, uh, the Cy Young races in both leagues, as well as the wild card races, division races. Who Josh likes to meet up in the World Series this year, and we have Scott Miller. From Valley Sports San Diego, also Sirius XM MLB Network, joining us as well right now. Uh, Scott, oh, oh, excuse me, joining us in a few moments. I lost him. Uh, in your case, when you pitched, yes. any major uh, arm injuries? 
No, luckily, no, I didn't. That's the one thing I'm so proud of more than anything is is 16 years professional. I never had any arm problems that were significant enough to need that. Um, very vital. There's four things that we have to do. Our, our running program, you better run, you better do distance to flush and hill. Your throwing program better be very precise. Um, your cuff weights, shoulder exercises, your shoulder better be strong. And it's a very small muscle. We're talking three to five pound weights. It better be religious because if my shoulder's not strong and my arm starts to get low, the elbow gets below the shoulder, and now the elbow comes into play, and we're talking about tears. And your core, my, my, my balance of my core to keep everything together is so vital. If you're doing those four things religiously and have a good program with each, you're going to protect yourself um, better than most. The problem is, is we're pretty lazy and we don't like to do too much. And in today's game, I think we're going to see more injuries because teams don't want players to run as much anymore. They think... Uh, I don't want you to get tired. I don't think they understand that the more we do that, the healthier we get, and the more it protects us in so many areas. So uh, I also didn't have a delivery that was conducive to stress. I, did, I didn't create much leverage. I was kind of neutral. Um, so the timing was more important. It's very, it's, it's, all those four things are, are key to protecting ourselves from injuries in any given day. I mean, there's other things I did that I probably could have been a better baseball player but I never wanted to miss time on the baseball field because I got hurt, uh, knowing that the window for us to play is so short. So religiously, when it comes to the workout aspect, um, it's uh, listen, we have so much time that there's no reason we shouldn't do this type of stuff. A lot of these injuries we see are preventable. All right, we do have Scott Miller on the line now. Scott, Valley Sports San Diego, Sirius XM MLB analyst. Thanks for taking the time this morning, Scott. My pleasure. How are you today? We are terrific and better for having you on. Let's start out with this. What's the latest on Fernando Tatis and, may, and when he might return to the Padres? Uh, you know, it's day-to-day. They, the Padres open in Arizona, a four-game series later tonight. There's a chance he could be activated today. The thought is sometime over the weekend in Arizona is, a, uh, is the best bet. Why are we... Why are we going day-to-day again? Is it, is it really not that big of an injury? Uh, I feel like we went down the day-to-day process before with Tatis earlier in the season, and we rushed back too quick when we didn't need to. That team was pretty loaded at the time. Um, is there any fear that this day-to-day thing is, it, it can create a setback like we saw last time? Um, obviously, being in third place and no guarantees on the postseason at this point, um, do you think, Scott, that they're kind of – maybe rushing the process because they have to win games now? Now, you know, it's a combination of things. Um, I don't think they're rushing. If they were, he was eligible to come off the injured list on Tuesday, uh, two days ago. So I think if they were rushing, we would have seen that. Um, it's, it's more, when he came back last time, it, this is more of right now a chronic condition than, than say, a setback. Um, that left shoulder of Tatis Jr. is popped out. It's dislocated, popped out uh, five times now since spring training this year. So it's they know they're going to have to have it fixed. It's a partially torn labrum yeah. uh, in the left non-throwing shoulder. So they're going to have to. It's he's going to have arthroscopic surgery, and you know after that it's several months to recover. So. They know that's going to happen, uh, and they, they're, what they're trying to do right now is manage it to try to prevent the shoulder from popping out. For example, the last time this happened earlier in the year, was it June maybe, 
um, it was on a swing. It was a violent swing at the plate, and he finished his swing one-handed. That left hand, his lead hand, went all the way around, and, uh, and that's when it popped out. So, for example, in managing this, the Padres have worked with him on keeping both hands on the bat. In other words, don't finish your swing one-handed. He's gotten better at that. This last injury, the last time the left shoulder popped out, it was on a slide to to third base. And interestingly enough, it was a feet-first slide. It was not a head-first slide, and it still popped out. So it's it's a combination situation where they're trying to manage it. And the other thing is he's taken some fly balls in the outfield this past week during batting practice, and they're toying around with the idea of playing him in the outfield to try to lessen the wear and tear on the left shoulder. Uh, the thinking being at shortstop, you're more involved in the game. There's chances, more chances to dive after a ball. So that's the other intrigue with Tatis Jr. is when he does come back, are they going to be playing him at shortstop, in right field, or a, com- or a combination? Yeah, that's the other thing, too, a kind of misconception. A little bit more work, maybe, but you're going to get stretched out a little bit more in the outfield, reaching for stuff, so hopefully not. That was the best thing, by the way, that happened, uh, Scott, Mike Palm, to to Tatis, was that injury earlier in the season where he was one-handing swings his finishes. By putting his second hand back on the bat, it it definitely lessened the the injury aspect of, of what he was doing. But I don't think people understand how much it did for his swing. It shortened him back up. It kept him inside the ball, and it made him so much more of a tougher out. Where earlier in the season, he was to me, he was a free out. It was all or not, and it was going to lead to a very tough year for him. So the injury actually turned out to be a blessing. I don't think people realize how much it was for this young man with his swing, but now there's still an injury, so that it has to be definitely protected so i i feel the aspect of it mike i mean it's 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 definitely helped him and it's helped the padres Scotty, if they play him in center field or in right field who are they going to play it short you know uh the way it looks probably jake cronenworth and then adam frazier who they acquired from pittsburgh at the uh trade deadline would would play second uh, they also have uh, the the shortstop they signed as a free agent from Korea, uh, Ha Sung Kim, uh, on the bench. So you could go Kim at short, Cronenworth or Frazier at second, Hosmer at first, or Cronenworth at first. They've got some versatility and depth, you know. So, but but best bet looks like Cronenworth at short, Frazier at second. Scott, they added Frazier uh, at the trade deadline, an, another infielder, right side infielder. Were you surprised they didn't address their weakness at catcher? I mean, Caratini, he doesn't hit, he doesn't throw, and he's also terrible at framing pitches. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the thing Caratini does best is catch you, Darvish. It's funny. He came over from the Cubs in that trade with Darvish as a package deal, and he's, he's Darvish's pretty much Darvish's personal catcher. Um, to answer your question, no, I wasn't surprised that they didn't add a catcher because aside from Carantini, uh, really uh, Austin Nola, who they acquired last year, um, he's back now and going to be doing some of the catching, getting some of the work behind the plate. They, I thought at the trade deadline, <clears throat> guys, I thought I, I didn't expect him to get a catcher because they knew – 
you know, that, that Austin Nola would be uh, coming back soon. What I am surprised at is they didn't get any pitching at the trade deadline. And I know last winter they went out and got, you know, Darvish, uh, Blake Snell, and Joe Musgrove in a trade, in, in three different trades. <clears throat> and, um, you know, the, the thing with the Padres, their pitching's been disappointing this year. Everybody thought their starting pitching was going to be a strength. And early in the year it was, but then in July, the rotation had like a 6.25 ERA, 29th in the majors for the month of July. And that's why, the, really, the Padres are sitting here eight games behind the San Francisco Giants and four behind the Dodgers as we speak. It's, you know, it's not even so much Tatis missing time or, or numbers behind the plate. It's, it's that month of July and the starting rotation just not going deep into games and not throwing well. So I thought they were going to get some more help because, you know, when you're in contention, as you guys well know, you can never have enough pitching. And then given the way the Padres uh, were going, they, they could have used some help. But, you know, they didn't. And then after the trade deadline, as general manager A.J. Preller said, uh, if, if, if our guys we have in the rotation don't pitch better, we're not going to get to where we need to go anyway. So that's really where all eyes are right now on the Padres, and the I'm, rotation. And I'm glad you said that, too, because that is the issue with this team. Um, we, we put emphasis on offense, and yep. a little too much, because that's over 162-plus spring training and postseason. Offense is irrelevant at times. Um, their starting pitching walking into the season was too much, and we had too many guys, and so who are we going to use? Who's going to make the team? Who are we going to put in the bullpen? How are we going to do this? Um, they've used that pitching staff, in my opinion, not, they, they had not done a good job with how they used it. And then when they brought guys back, when Dilson Lament got back and how they tried to extend them too much too early, they've caused more problems than I think they've created more successful situations. And Paddock is clearly not it. He's gotten too many opportunities when he shouldn't have. Um, and again, too much too early, too far, too fast. They've created their own issues. And so... I'm asking you, do you is is it is Jace Tingler is this too much for him too early? Does he not really fully understand how to manage a team and how to manage pitching? Do they allow their pitching coach to do more of that aspect of it and control it, or does Jace make the decisions? Because they've had limited injuries, I would say, given the amount of star power and great arms and ability they have between the starting rotation. And their bullpen, their bullpen should not be leading baseball in innings pitched. They, too much emphasis on that. So then when you don't create opportunities for your starters to learn or go deep, it creates major issues. And so, to me, I put it on Tingler being the guy. But I feel like this team should be in a much better situation given everything, and they're not. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Tingler, there have been some questions here and there about, about managing the bullpen and, and calling guys in at certain times and who he's used. But, but, you know, I hate – I don't think I'd put it at his feet. I mean, take Blake Snell, for example. Blake Snell, uh, you know, acquired from Tampa Bay. He won the American League Cy Young Award in 2018. I mean, he should be way better. He's been the biggest disappointment so far this year. And he'll tell you it's no secret. You know, Blake Snell uh, has been a huge disappointment. 
And, I mean, that, for example, I mean, I don't see blaming Jace Tingler or coach Larry Rothschild for that. Um, you know, clearly, on a case like Snell, the pitching coach is going to, there are going to be questions there. Um, but Snell, you know, he was babied in Tampa Bay, you know, going four or five innings at a time and, and not going deep into games. And when he came to San Diego, the big thing was, oh, now he's going to be able to go deep into games. And and the Padres have tried that, and, and Snell himself won't let, won't let himself go deep into games because he's had trouble with the strike zone. He's walked too many. You know, by the fourth or fifth inning in most games, he's, he's you know, he's the Padres have had no choice but to go to the bullpen. Now, he – is coming off of his best career, I mean, his best San Diego outing. Um, and he, he'll pitch this weekend in Arizona. And as usual, all eyes are going to be on Blake Snell because, you know, he, he threw seven innings uh, of like two hit ball his last time out over the weekend. And that was the Blake Snell that the Padres traded for. Now, the question is can he build on that? If, around a little bit. Uh, and as I say, he starts again in Arizona. I think it's Saturday, uh, maybe maybe Friday, but he, he throws this weekend. And if he throws a second, another good outing after his last outing, you know, it's going to raise hopes a little bit more. And if he can get be the Blake Snell that he should be, uh, you know, that's going to help the Padres quite a bit. And, um, you know, to Nelson Lamette is that that's they, he should have had surgery last year. He didn't want to. And they're trying to do that dance. I think eventually he's going to end up having surgery. And it's it's too bad that they've wasted the year with him. Yeah. And that's my point. Like with Blake Snell, easy, easy to me when I see what I see, it's easy to fix what's going on. And it's more the mental aspect and the physical aspect. And that's why I put this on the manager and the pitching coach, because I see them not being put in positions to succeed. I see things that are very easily fixable, in my opinion. And Blake Snell has thrown good games where they have still yanked him out early. If you don't know how to pitch in the 7th, 8th, or ninth inning, you'll never know how to pitch in the early games in the 1st or 2nd inning to control your pitch count and know that I want 3 pitches or less or when I'm going to give you stuff, when I'm going to ask you to roll over, or when I'm going to ask you to uh, swing and miss. So the strikeouts made it made his last game seem like it was a better game, but he's pitched better games than that. We just emphasized the strikeout aspect, but they have also not allowed him to do things to grow as a pitcher. And that's why I put it on them because we get caught up in this era, Mike Palm of using the bullpens too much. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's give and take here. I can't put it all on Blake Snell personally. Scotty, we got, we only got about 40 seconds. I want to take you out with this final question about the Padres. Assuming they're in the wild card game, and they're playing at Chavez Ravine. Is there any chance anybody but Darvish starts for them? I would say right now, no, unless, as I said, Snell was pretty good last time out. If, if Snell would get some momentum and finish the season strong, I think he could overtake Darvish. You saw what he did in the World Series Game 6 last year against the Dodgers. But as of right now, unless that happens, no, Darvish should be the guy. Scotty, we appreciate the time. My pleasure, guys. Take care. Up next, Josh and I are going to talk about the Cy Young race in the American and National League.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, World Series champion with the New York Yankees. We're going to talk about what you love to talk about, pitching, specifically the Cy Young races in both leagues. I'm going to start with the American League because I think it's a little more clean cut. Huge, huge opportunity for Lance Lynn tonight. And maybe it's more of an opportunity not to blow it. But on a national stage in the Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa, he takes on the Yankees. Right now, Lynn is minus 195. Josh, I got him at plus 650 about a month ago. He leads the AL and ERA at 204. You did get him. Yeah. Great number. Yeah. And then I, and then I begged everybody on Follow the Money to take him still at 4-1 to one two weeks ago. Won't do it. 10-3. Uh, and three. Here's the thing. Holes out with COVID, and Rondon just went on the IL. I mean, I don't think Robbie Ray, Manaya, any of these guys have a, a legitimate no. shot. It's a three-horse race, and he's the only guy going right now. Uh, Robbie Ray is having a great season. It's really cool to watch. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, this last month and a half is very important because we're looking at about eight starts-ish, maybe a little bit more uh, vital because if you do what Zach Willard did the other day on mm-hmm. Royal Holiday, mm-hmm. put a couple of those together, I mean, then we'll see, geez, there's only two, two, a couple times in here. They're nice. Um, yeah, Ray's, Ray's been, he's been cool. But the problem is, is Lancelin has a two ERA. And the next closest guy might be who Radone and then, and then him. Um, 
What's Rodon there? He's at 2.38, and then Robbie Ray's at 2.9, and then Garrett Cole, who's a stud, is at 3.11. So he's a run, he's a whole run higher. I mean, a whole run higher for the season per game. That's in, I don't care if your strikeouts are more. I don't care anything. A two to a three ERA is a complete separation of, of what I've done consistently. So for me, it's been Lance Lynn for a very long time. It'll continue to be Lance Lynn. The numbers aren't that, and I'm over here. Let me just, I'll go with Garrett Cole, for example. I mean, if, if, if Lynn is, and, and wins do factor in a little bit when you have kind of like what Walker Buehler's doing a little bit, which we'll talk about in a while, but, but 10 and three to 10 and six, it already stands out, right? So that's the first thing, even though they'll, they'll deep dive it. A two ERA to a three ERA is crazy. And then we go innings. There's a 16-inning separation difference between Garrett Cole and Lance Lynn. That's not that much. But Lance Lynn's hits, all right, we'll go one an inning. They're pretty much even if we're talking about the innings pitched. Um, strikeouts is the big thing, the 176 to, to 130. Uh, and I'll say this, too. Garrett Cole, very impressive with the, the walks under. But being so close with the whip, with the strikeouts, with the innings pitched, with the hits, 85 to 101, the one ERA is not even close. And then you're talking about the level of consistency more when the voters are going to deep dive into really what they're doing. You're going to see, and I haven't seen the quality starts because it's not on here, but you're going to look into that and you're looking at what he's done for his team consistently, how he's created more opportunities. I don't think that at this point, in my opinion, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a race. He's, he's better than Radon. Radon just went on the IL, so that really hurts you. Um, and then Robbie Ray being great. If, if somebody wants to mix in, like, you know, three shutouts from here on out, that might change the game a little bit. But it's going to be something drastic like that. Um, I'm just thinking about Garrett Cole. That's why I got quiet for a second because he's such a big name and he's so dominant what he can do. But I just don't think that he can make up. 1.06 ERA to take Lance Lynn. To me right now, Lance Lynn is without question, and I don't see a vote for anybody else. It's Lance Lynn. I agree with you. Let's switch to the National League. Much more interesting only because your guy Jacob has been out and on the shelf now, which opens up the race, right? Yeah, he walked away with it if he was healthy. Wheeler's fi- – yeah, he walks away. Does he still have a shot if he comes back no. and makes – it's over? I, I think what so. If, what if, 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 if Jacob comes back and makes, let's say, four or five starts – and pitches to the level that he pitched before he went out. Does he still have a shot to win this thing? Because you can still get him, if you believe that, a bet on his health at 20-1. to 1. It's, again, you're, 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 you're talking about, that's the hard thing for me. He's at 15 starts, and these guys are all at 22, right? Mm-hmm. 23, 22. That's eight games. That's a month and a half difference that he's missed of baseball currently right now that no one else has missed. I don't think that it's fair to say, and his numbers were dominant, but these guys played six months, and you played four months. I don't think you should even be in the the conversation. So I love Jacob Grom, obviously one of my favorite guys on and off the field. But that's just a month and a half, two months of baseball that he's going to miss over two months. It's just it, it, two months of Major League Baseball consistently where I don't miss starts, I don't miss time. It, it's, I don't know how to explain the importance of that, and I don't care what numbers you put up. You cannot make up for two months and what I meant to my team and the stuff that I go through to be successful with my team, the training and everything. You can't make it up. Well, DeGrom being out has certainly opened up the race in the National League. Zach Wheeler, your current favorite. Walker Buehler is your second choice. And then the three Brewer pitchers, Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta, all in the mix here. When we come back, Josh is going to tell you who's going to win the award. That's next on The Nuts. 
Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Josh Towers. When we went to break, we were in the middle of the discussion on National League Cy Young and who's the best bet at this time. Maybe a little bit of money here on DeGrom just in case he comes back. I mean, at, at 20 to 1, it's hard to pass up, right? Plus money for sure. Plus money. I mean, you're getting 20 to 1. Maybe he was like you, a thousand. He was like minus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cover all your bets with it. I'm going to make an argument for Walker Bueller, who's the second choice here. And I'm going to specifically compare him to Wheeler who's your favorite at plus 175. You can get $3 at DraftKings and Walker Bueller today. He's got more wins than, than Wheeler. Wheeler 10-6, and six, Bueller 11-2. and two. Bueller, first in ERA in the National League, 2-1-3. Wheeler sixth. Bueller fifth in whip. Wheeler ninth. The only thing he's worse at than Wheeler is strikeouts, where, stri- where Wheeler leads the National League in strikeouts. Bueller with 181, Bueller 152. Tell me why. Wheeler is is favored, and Bueller is at three dollars right now. And then we'll discuss the Milwaukee bet. I don't know why you bookmakers have him favored. I don't know why you guys do this, Michael Palm. Um, I understand the popularity. That's the other thing you need to look into. Look into who's voting and go back and see how they voted in the past, because it's not always the right guy necessarily wins. Uh, it it does become a popularity contest. I bet you right now. My guy to win the Cy Young right now if the season ended is Freddie Peralta. If the Milwaukee Brewers players right now, the fans, the social media aspect of life, if they wanted to start just posting and every time they give an interview or start using Twitter and Facebook and all this stuff and start posting that their boy Peralta should be the Cy Young Award winner and why, and they ran, they created this buzz, he'd win it just because we are followers by nature and so are the voters for the most part. They don't. They don't deviate. We, it's just a whole popularity contest. The Zach Wheeler thing is because of his most recent game. It was beautiful. We'll do a complete game. Shut piece on Roy Halladay Day. Walker Buehler has been dominant. I mean, 12-2, and two, it's been awesome. Freddie Peralta doesn't get the love because all we talk about is the dude pitching right now, Phil, uh, the Brewers, and we talk about Burns and how he started that season with, what, 50Ks and no walks or whatever, and he's only given up a, a few homers. Reality is that Freddie Peralta is the Cy Young Award winner on their team. So he should be ahead of those guys, in my opinion. And then we'll talk about Walker. We'll talk about Zach Willer and, obviously, the stud Kevin Gosman uh, in San Francisco. Here, here's the deal. All right, let's go to – you said Willer's the favorite or Walker's yeah, the favorite? Wheeler, plus okay. 175, Bueller plus $3. So innings pitched is a huge separation, 120 to 156. All right, that's a big deal. Um Given the starts, he has he has two more starts than Freddie Peralta. With that said, Wheeler has 121 hits given up, and Freddie has 58. He has ha- sorry half as many half half as many hits. 58 hits is an insane number. You're talking about runs given up 30 to 46. Huge separation. Home runs the exact same. Hit by pitch right there. 
talking about walks, Zach's got him by 16. If we're talking about strikeouts, Zach's got him by 19, but also has him by 30 innings, 36 innings. So if we're talking about the comparison level, it's not even they're not even on the same page because if we give for Peralta those added innings, um, he's walking away with this. The whip is lower for him. The, obviously, the average against is not even close. It's a 100-point separation. So what are we looking at? What's a major player? Both teams uh, are currently in the postseason right now. Both teams are in first place, so that factors in as well. So what do these guys like to look at that is their separation? Because if it's strikeouts, then there's no separation. If it's walks, which is probably not, they're right there. If it's hits given up, they're not even on the same planet. Freddie Peralta's not even the same planet. The one thing that's going to hurt Freddie is what happened the other day in Wrigley. He gives up a ground ball in like the sixth inning. It's not even through six yet. Urias makes another error at third base, probably his 19th, but I think they gave it a hit. And then what does uh, Craig Council do, which I talked about why they won't win the World Series, is when he was letting these guys pitch early in the season, Mike, now all of a sudden he pulls them out. The guy who's given up the, less hit, the least amount of hits in baseball and it's not even close, he's been that dominant, you're going to pull him out for what? Some reliever in the pen that your bullpen is kind of like going through a phase right now because of injuries. So you're going to go use somebody. The point is, is now all of a sudden where Craig was letting these guys pitch and creating this winning postseason team, he's now starting to go back to the old council where he's getting nervous and pulling them. Freddie had no business coming out of that game, which is why his innings counts is a little bit low. If it wasn't for Council, this wouldn't be a conversation right now because of how dominant this young man has been. So there's no clear, in my opinion, walk away with this. Again, Walker Biller being 12-2 and two is, is really, really cool. The ERAs, by the way, Peralta 2-2-6, Wheeler 2-4-2. So he's got them there as well. If you're spreading your bets, so let's take a look at okay. this from a betting perspective. You're going to put some money on DeGrom at 20-1. to Because now I'm getting him at 20-1. to one. You're going to bet Peralta at 25-1. to one. No question about it. But do you take a safeguard with either Wheeler or Beeler in case you what don't are their odds? Two bet? Plus 175 on Wheeler, plus $3 on Walker Beeler. I got to make sure that I'm profiting here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure. I got to look at the manager aspect. I got to look at the races. I'm no question I'm putting a, a little bit on, on Jacob, even though I don't feel comfortable because he's missed way too much time. But the number Your is... Your main bet's going to be Peralta. But you're going to cover that bet with, my main with bet's one Peralta of the two... Peralta, for yeah, sure. I would cover that bet with one of the top two choices. For me, it's Bueller. Uh, because I believe Bueller should win the Cy Young. But Wheeler could. You could bet both of them. But then it's hard to make a profit because you're, you're because spreading if, four ways. If we're talking about... If we're talking about... Just we'll leave everybody out. Just Zach and Bueller. Zach's better innings pitched. He's, where is he at? He's better in home runs. He's better in walks. He's better in strikeouts. He's right there at whip. Like, if we're talking about just those two. But he's worse in ERA by a third of a run, and he's worse in record. Six losses against, Bueller's only lost two games. That's the other thing. He's, he's lost that, yeah, because their team is so much more stacked. I want to address two things you said. The Milwaukee Brewers can't go on a social media push for Peralta because of Burns and Woodruff. They can't back one no, thing, so I, that, that's the I'm problem I'm just saying, there. like, in our fan perspective, you know when they're rooting for their guys to make the All-Star team? Yeah. Because it, it would, it would, people would go, oh, shoot, but it's not a popular thing with Peralta. That's the whole problem with this. And here's the other thing when you say, I don't understand how you bookmakers make this number. This is a DraftKings number. When you're thinking about Wheeler and Bueller, 
There's DraftKings in, in Pennsylvania. There's DraftKings mm. in New Jersey. There's no DraftKings in California. There's no DraftKings in Nevada. So those people that are fans of Bueller, you know, the Wheeler fans are making yeah. bets. The Bueller fans aren't. Yeah, oh, there you go. Okay. When we come back, we're going to go through the Palm Reader playbook, see if Josh has any plays for today, and then I'm going to ask him eight burning questions. That's next on The Nuts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play now that the nfl preseason has kicked off it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the vcin pro football betting guide our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, you get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and the college guide. Reserve your copy, or better yet, Josh, just sign up for the VEASAN all-access package and get everything we offer for the entire football season. And what does that mean? That means the guides. That means point spread weekly. That means listening to shows on demand. And best of all, Bill 80's email with the best bets each day. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into the Nets. I'm Mike Palm sitting in today. We appreciate it. Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, the pride of Oxnard, <laughs> World Series champion with your New York Yankees. Poor one actually. We're, uh, we're real quickly, uh, let's go through the playbook today. Tough beat last night. 
The Reds rally. I got had a huge day. I, I really could have could have won over seven units. The Reds rally. They're one out away from winning that game in Atlanta in the bottom of the 11th, and Sims gives up the homer to Albius, and the, and the Braves walk away. A huge win for them, uh, but still made some money on the day. We're going to come back today with a two-unit play. These Rockies do not score on the road. It is phenomenal. They're like the 29 Yankees at Coors, and they can't score. <laughs> they can't score on the road. And you got Herman Marquez going today, who's been just terrific. I'm going to play the first five under here. Uh, with Logan Webb going for the Giants. It's four. I thought it might be three and a half with the game seven and a half. I'll lay 20 cents use. That's two units. Um, this play, I don't know if it got out. Bill didn't include this in the email. If you got it on Twitter, it's a loser. Morgan got rocked here today for the Indians. So that game's gone over. They scored in the top of the fifth to put it over. And the other game, this is a rematch of the game. I was at Petco Saturday night. You, you Darvish goes against Widener for the Diamondbacks. Padres won that game 6-2. to two. I, They could have scored in every inning against Widener. They had runners on base, no clutch hitting. I, I'm going to play the I'm gonna play the Padres. I'm not laying $2 with UU, but I'll lay the run line, run and a half. You're going to get nine at-bats on the road in Arizona, minus 135. Anything you're looking at today? I know you liked some early games, but how about tonight, games that haven't gone yet? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of like uh, just re-looking at real quick while you were talking. Um, it's hard not to bet on the Red Sox when – Kevin Cash left his starter out there to give up 11 runs. By the way, I don't know if he's mad at the kid. I have a feeling they needed somebody to eat innings, and it was his day, and he didn't know how to do it. So that conversation I've had, um, 11 runs, and he did not give up a home run. So it's not like he was having a bad game, and the guys were on, say, loaded, or two guys were on. And then I'm like, I need to pull him, and then a uh, home run, or you know, something quick like that. And you have back-to-back homers, and then all of a sudden there's a five spot or four spot. It wasn't that. You didn't give up any home runs. That means that was hit after hit after hit after hit after hit, and we just sat back here and said somebody's got to eat these innings. Um, it's not a cool feeling for the pitching staff, so it's just it, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. So it has not so much to do with the Red Sox going 20, but what Kevin did to the starter. So I like, I would favor Boston. I haven't seen any lines, by the way. The White Sox, for sure. I do not like the fact that Rodon got hurt and they pushed Lynn back. They should have left Lynn on his start day, but I understand what this game means to baseball and how cool it is. And so Cy Young's going tonight. I think he's up for the challenge. And so I like Lance Lynn tonight. Uh, I, I'm a Marquez fan, so I'm assuming he's probably plus $2 or more in that Giants game. Where no, it's like a dollar sixty dollars. So it's not as much. No. Okay. If the, if the number was higher, yeah. I was going to say let's take a shot on the Rockies. If it's mm-hmm. low, it's not worth it. This is my fear of Cincinnati. I root for this team to make the postseason. I love what they did, but this is the Reds. Like all of a sudden, you go on this streak and then you lose three in a row, and it's like, well, the, where's the consistency? Like I, I need to stop my streaks at at zero for ten when I'm hitting instead of zero for thirty. Like I don't. That's my point. The Reds have to win this game. This is a vital game for their season. Uh, I thought Gutierrez has been playing much better. So because of what's at stake for the Cincinnati Reds, uh, I'll take this game for them. Yeah, I thought last night was a game where they had uh, Wade Miley going, who'd been so consistent so for them. Um, Red Sox, just a, a small favorite at home, around $1.10. And Hawk's been terrific. He has three starts mm-hmm. against Tampa this year. He's pitched well all three times out. And in the game you referenced, uh, 190. So you can get 170 on the Rockies. You willing to take a shot at 170 with Marquez, or you need $2? I, I want a little bit more, again, because of the inconsistencies of the Rockies on the road and their offense. So that's a game where you're not going to see a lot of jump on the Rockies for sure. So let's go ahead and wait till close yeah, to Yeah, it's a night game. So you yeah, might, you might wait get all close day. to $2 yeah. by the time it goes. Yeah, all right. Wait that out. Time to play a Mall's third favorite game here on the show. 
Eight burning questions. All right, let's start with number one. Red Sox led this division up to two weeks ago, the AL East. Is there a danger they're not going to make the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, pulling up the wild card real quick. You can get plus 180 for the Red Sox to miss the playoffs right now. I think I'm interested in that number. Especially if they have series left with uh, with the Yankees because they had dominated the Yankees all year, but it's kind of changed, and then, it's a, again, it's an internal thing. So they're, the Yankees are two back, I believe, on them. Toronto's two and a half. Mm-hmm. Seattle and everybody else is gone, so it's your division. So if there's enough games head-to-head between these three teams, uh, when you and I are going head-to-head, you might just want to sweep that series. Or, listen, don't go worse than two and two if you're the third team. But I think that they're starting to question themselves a little bit which you don't want to be. So, no, there is, a, there is a possibility they don't make the postseason. I bet the Blue Jays thinking they'd only have to overcome the Red Sox. I didn't know they have to overcome the Yankees who got hot at the same time. You're New York Yankees. Question two, how important is Tony La Russa's playoff experience to the White Sox postseason success this year? I would love to say a lot. I think that the, the, the true value of Tony La Russa has already been expressed throughout the course of the season where he's too old, he doesn't know our game, he doesn't know how to talk to the younger generation. Um, he's called people out directly to the media and directly have ripped you. And then no one seems to have been offended by it because I think what's really happening, the true value is once we go in the clubhouse, hey, come in the office, man, let's talk about this. You know who I am. You know my expectations. I'm never going to disrespect you, but we demand more, and don't you want to be a better player yourself? Yes, I do, sir. And I, so I think the conversations that we don't see or aren't privy to are the true success of this, or, of this team and why I feel like the players value him. This Eloy Jimenez thing is really cool right now, but they have too many swings and misses outside of Moncada. Abreu's the most valuable piece of that offense. I don't think outside of Lance Lynn, they have the starting staff to do it. Giolito has been inconsistent being very nice on the season, and Radon, this is the first time he's done it, so now all of a sudden pressure is going to hit when the postseason starts. I think it's too much to ask. I love the bullpen and what they did. So if the starters can do anything, but I think asking Lance Lynn and an inconsistent swing and miss offense in the postseason against we're going to get everybody's best, it's like the All-Star game, I think it's too much. Question three, we answered in question one, can the Blue Jays make the playoffs plus $1? Josh's answer is yes if he thinks the Red Sox are going to fade. Question four. I always said no on them. So if you're getting plus money on the no, I still think they're too young as well. Yeah. The Barrios thing today is important. But I, I don't think – I think it's too much. Mark Melanson with the Padres, they, they get Hudson. Liam Hendricks with the White Sox, they go get Kimbrell. Are these guys, Melanson and, and, and Hendricks, going to remain the closers throughout the rest of the season in the playoffs? Or is there a chance they're going to flip-flop? No, if you, if you flip Melanson now, especially for Hudson, mm-hmm. um, it's, he's a very respectful young man, but it's going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth because of – you know, the the things that we don't understand is what the bullpen players do. And I wait for certain guys like Mark to walk out that door before I walk out and where we sit. And there's so many other things that we do as a, as a group, as a unit. And, and taking that role away from Mark is going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. So I do not think Mark, and plus he's been so good. Um, it's, it's, it's Liam's team. We hired him to be our closer. We got you because you're a stud, but he's our closer. That conversation was always had. Again, the conversations we don't see. And so, no, Kimbrell will not be. If he was going to be the closer, it would have already have happened. Right away. It's Liam's team. Yep. 
Do you appreciate and respect that? Yes, sir. I just want to win. All right, good. So, no, that's already done as well. Uh, is the one-game wildcard format bad for baseball? I liked that we added a couple other teams because of how long the season is and everything that it takes to get through a season and, and the importance of it. I do not like other aspects like the NBA where half the league makes it because I don't feel like you earn anything. So I heard somebody say recently, MLB is talking about a 14-team postseason too many. I, I can't be having sub-500 teams make the postseason, um, but I also want more than just the three-division winners as well, right? So, no, I thought it was very good for baseball. I don't like the one game per se itself. It's like all of this buildup and all of this work and then one game and you're going home and the real postseason starts tomorrow. So I would like to see that actually be a series as well. But that's, a, that's it with the teams. Is the, a, is the AL MVP race over? Is it Shohei's? It's done? Mitch Moss said if he quit today and he didn't play another inning, didn't pitch another, uh, another inning, he'd still win the award. It's, it's, it's really hard to explain to us in, in public because we all play softball or Little League or something. We play multiple positions. To really explain what he's doing is so hard. Like, it's a full-time commitment for me to, to take care of myself, my body-wise, mentally, physically, to pitch or to hit. And I'm asking this man to do this at an elite level, the way he's done it, and he's still, the thing we're cool about is home runs. It's not even, it's not even a conversation. It's head and shoulders, he's walking away with this. You think the Braves can still make the playoffs without Acuna? Yes. I don't think Acuna was the, like, I want him, but he wasn't the, it's pitching always. All right, we got a minute, Josh. Who's your World Series matchup right now? And we've got the prices listed here. Who do you think's coming out of the AL and the NL? Tampa. Okay, so you've got Rays against two. Rays Dodgers is thirteen to one. Mm. It's not Milwaukee. It's, I would love, I would love to see the Phillies, and it's not going to be the Phillies. It's going to come out of the West. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if assuming LA makes the postseason as a repeat. Um, the fun one would be Tampa and San Francisco, but I, I think it's it, it's it's minimal. So I I it's either Tampa and the Dodgers or Tampa and the Giants. Do you think the Giants have enough starting pitching to match up with the Dodgers, the Phillies, or the Brewers? More than more than most teams, they do. You think? Yeah, I just again, it's not a popular thing. We don't know their names. They've been yeah. I think they have better starting pitching than most teams in baseball. Josh, thanks for the time today. Thank Terrific you, hour. Stay tuned to Vison. Up next. It's betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.